0: Hello, guys, and welcome to the yet another episode of the Entrepreneur Talks. Today, we have with us the founder of Zero Gravity Communications, Mrs. Khushbu Sholanki Sharma. So, without further ado, let's dive right into it. Hello, ma'am. Hi, Hi how are you? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. Welcome to the Entrepreneur Talks.
1: Thank you. It's Thank great you for to inviting you. me. Uh,
0: so ma'am, like, how was your one last year? How was the particularly lockdown period for you as as a person uh, and not an, as an entrepreneur?
1: So um, last one year was like a roller coaster ride. It, it was for everyone. Huh. Uh, thankfully, I didn't get COVID. So I can <laughs> say sur- successfully survived on that huh. front. Um, but uh, basically there were a lot of uh, so a lot of different plans when 2020 had started. Uh, we wanted to take the year in a very different way. Hmm. The business was going very differently. and then suddenly, uh, just two, three months in and and everything changed. Uh, so all the prediction, all the planning kind of went for a toss and uh, we were forced uh, you know and pushed against the wall to kind of uh, re-strategize the whole business Uh, you know work from home was something very new because we are a very collaborative Hmm. uh, working industry where you know everybody comes together for it's a people business people business and uh, you basically you know sit together you work with each other and suddenly everybody's working from home suddenly uh, the traditional media vanished so digital uh kind of came in a forefront uh, so uh, we were prepared to take the digital journey but the clients were not so convincing them sitting at home uh, you know finding the new set of clients that we're going to work hmm. for uh, so so um, it was a sort of a you know kind of uh, restarting the whole business again with uh, yeah. a much larger team on the hand already hmm uh so yeah it, it last one year has been a kind of a very interesting journey uh, but uh, yeah it has taught a lot uh, thankfully we survived it also so
0: right. does it uh, you know uh you took a mental toll in any given point of time in last one year like yes, i want a break
1: very much very much many times uh,
0: uh, how was that time like like how you decided like i just want to just keep uh keep I myself away from my business for just few days and then i will come back and you know so re-energize. that is never
1: an option okay uh, so while in the lockdown uh, i i had a severe skin allergy which is caused okay. by stress uh, so i had an episode of that after 10 years so which was uh, which was okay. like you know a lot of stress talking in a different hmm. way hmm. and i think everybody had their own mechanism some Hmm. But you know, that happened and I dealt with it, uh, but that wasn't the case that I wanted to stay away from the work f- even for a day. Hmm. Uh, yeah, there are the days when I feel that um, I don't need to be on hands-on things. So I take it easy, I I read, I do a lot of other things which are non-core of my business operations to kind huh. of keep myself mentally healthy. Uh, but uh, I don't think I have felt uh, even or taken a single day off uh, since
0: 2020. That's that's really great. Uh, so, ma'am, uh, take me through the you know journey before becoming an entrepreneur. You were a, you were an engineer, and after that, you uh, uh, you know working you were a working woman and you were doing a job. So, how did the idea of uh, starting a zero gravity communications come? And second question is, uh, what is the story behind the name Zero Gravity Communications? Uh,
1: so, uh, so the I worked. Uh, I'm an engineer. After my engineering, I started working with Larsen and Toubro in Bombay. Uh, so I was working in corporate communications and strategy. Uh, Learned a lot over there uh, in terms of basics of uh, corporate world, uh, communication, branding, uh, and and lot of things around sales. Uh, then I moved to Ahmedabad in 2010, I worked with another technology company in the sales, so that's where I learned maybe what is working on a smaller organization means. Hmm. Uh, Large organizations have, you know, you have a small part in a whole uh, uh, whole, whole, big whole bigger picture, uh, hmm. wherein a smaller organization starting from closing an account to making sure that billing is done to they're paying in on time, their contracts, everything is kind of worked upon, so that taught a lot. Um, then I had my daughter uh, in 2011, and uh, that's when I stopped traveling and, and I realized that I need to take a break. And when I wanted a, you know, a maternity-friendly working, there wasn't any option around. Nobody was giving work from home that time. Nobody <laughs> was allowing that kind of flexibility. So that's when I started consulting uh, independent projects and uh, okay. doing a lot of content writing as well as. Uh, strategy work for brands and all and that's how that led me uh, to work with local agency and eventually that led me to start zero gravity communications uh, but uh, um, but
0: ma'am, uh, what problem did you find because uh, when entrepreneurs start a business, they found some problem that they want to solve this problem. That's why they start one of uh, one organization. So
1: this is like, you know, entrepreneurs Entrepreneurs are like, uh, are, are made it into a, some sort of an hero who are out there trying to solve a problem. Sometimes they're not solving the world's problem. They're solving their, their own, own, own problem. problem right. <laughs> so uh, in my case, I was trying to solve my own problem of, okay. you know, finding a decent working opportunity. Um, uh, the problem that I faced while working with other people uh, of smaller size agency one is I didn't come from agency background so nobody hmm. was going to land me a job in agency uh, um, and uh, second was uh, wherever I was working uh, they didn't see digital as promisingly as I could foresee hmm. uh, so traditional means of uh, you know advertising were the thing in tr- I'm talking about 2011-2013 to 13. Huh. so you know Social media was like a cha yeh, kar, raho, yeh bhi kar dalo. Facebook was Haan. just booming. More than booming, brands hadn't realized Haan. that they will have to uh, move towards a whole digital era, in, in and communication is going to move towards the different mediums. Hmm. Uh, still, it was all about TV, print, outdoor, and, and uh, everybody was talking around that. Uh, so, that's where I felt that you know uh, we need a digital first approach uh, okay. to start with. We started very small. Uh, anyone and everyone that we could get our hands on and we said that you know we'll just manage your social media Mm -hmm. we'll just do your digital give us the whole account or give us the brand and we will do this also and those who believed or those who thought that this is an interesting stuff that they are talking about gave us an opportunity and that's how we started Uh, so uh, I wasn't trying to solve any problem I was just trying to uh, um, you know create a company uh, that deals with problem in a different way Mm -hmm. Uh, and uh, not constrained that when you talk of advertising, when you talk of uh, branding, it is constrained or it is limited to certain perception hmm. uh, that had been there before. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's that's just. Uh,
0: but uh, you you were not solving any problem. But uh, as an entrepreneur, you foresee the future and you saw that, the, uh, you know, digital era is about to come and you sense that opportunity and that's the thing about entrepreneurship that this uh, entrepreneurs uh, tend to sense the opportunity that this is where we can probably you know uh, world is going to move forward or anything and you
1: honestly speaking I didn't think about such a big picture at that time I I took a very baby step sometimes uh, I I think uh, a reverse approach in entrepreneurship works you need we talk about big vision we talk about going very big hmm. uh, but we forget that uh, before graduation you have to go to kindergarten <laughs> so it, right. it starts with learning abcd and right. then you get that right uh, and that's where your fundamentals are hmm. uh, definitely after a point scaling up uh, growing uh, and 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 you know kind of uh, getting it right is important but uh, i started with solving taking baby steps and okay. I, I, I didn't aim to make it a big agency mm-hmm. I didn't aim to compete with uh, XYZ I, I started by you know creating a company that looks at a brand very differently that's right. where the very simple communication or a simple problem that we are trying to solve right and uh, to answer your second question how did the name came along um, so, uh, me and my husband were watching uh, uh, the Big Bang Theory, and okay. uh, we were talking about what should be the name of the company. And uh, in one of the episodes uh, that was airing, they're talking about gravity. Okay. So he just promptly asked me, "You know, why don't you name it uh, gravity?" And I said, "What does gravity mean? Gravity does not mean anything." <laughs> uh, but that kind of stuck with me, and and um, I kind of read up a lot about it and 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 uh, someone just on, on the same day asked me you know uh, what is it that you're going to do differently and how mm-hmm. just think about that and uh, that's when you know i said we are going to create an agency that does not uh, um, you know get influenced by external factors and and mm-hmm. and we okay. want to create a brand in a very uh, brand communication in a very interesting non influenced way it, hmm. it, it it so that brand can behave or be independent of external factors hmm. and that's when the zero gravity came in so you create trying to create an environment we are trying to create a whole ecosystem where our brands are in, you know, uh, not uh, defined by an external gravitational force, okay. and that's where the zero gravity came in. And I'm science student, so I want a name to be, you know, somewhere that reminds me huh. who I am, where I come from. And I still believe that advertising is a science behind an art. Hmm. So, uh, you know, this is. What do
0: you mean by this?
1: So, you know. Uh, if I say, oh, I'm an artist, I'm an MF Husain. I, 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 I make a great art and mm. I would say great, uh, you know, uh, it has a multiple interpretation, somebody will like it, somebody will not like it, um, it does not need to mean anything, it, it, it is individual, it's, it's perceptive, uh, but I, you cannot say that about a piece of ad. You hmm. cannot say about a piece of brand communication hmm. because brand communication is, is, is a piece of art but hmm. it is intended to solve a problem that brand is looking for. Hmm. Either it's a mass reach or it is uh, sales or it is reinforcing the brand uh-huh. or creating a mind space in a consumer space. So there's a problem that a brand communication has to solve, solve. or address. True. So this is your advertising. Uh, there is an art in it but there is a science behind it Hmm. so it's not random Hmm. like I can throw a splash of a color and call it an art and it it would still mean many things to many and it would not mean anything to anybody Hmm. so there's a very big distinction between art and advertising right you know there is art in advertising but scientifically put so this is where we wanted to make it very fundamentally right uh, Hmm. as an agency and uh, so the name somehow rang the bell and that's how zero gravity communication
0: right great Uh, so ma'am a lot of young entrepreneurs who want to you know get into this marketing and advertising agency uh, business they are just right now what they are doing is and what i what i am seeing right now is Mm -hmm. they just want to you know social media marketing kardenge posting boosting we know the platform really well content but they forget that in social media marketing also the last word is marketing you have to know the core of you know some of the marketing before starting an agency you have to understand the core basics of it i just want to know if anyone wants to start a uh, you know let's say a marketing agency not so digital marketing or how how many there are different verticals in marketing can you just name those because as you said uh, one brand would need a reinforcement in brand communications or they want to reinforce their uh, you know let's say they they want to rebrand their uh, the whole image of the brand uh, they just want to you know reach out to people they want mass uh, reach and different the brand needs different solutions for different products or different ideas anything say but there are how many there are different verticals in marketing and just name them so
1: uh, I'm not going to take a marketing class marketing oh, huh? one-on-one class but huh. uh, when you look at marketing uh, there are uh, you know as many vertical as you want depends okay. on who is the brand. Okay. Uh, are you looking at B2B, are you looking at B2C uh, brand, are you looking at D2C brand now which has come hmm. direct to consumer, direct to
0: consumer
1: uh, yeah. uh, is it what some mean through which uh, you are reaching out to your consumer, um, you know uh, there are this very fundamental thing that brand is as good as an individual, hmm. um, there are external internal influencing force for that brand. Hmm. Marketing is something that kind of caters to uh, all the influencing part for that brand. Like Hmm. uh, sometimes your employee marketing is your like for a service company, uh, your employees are your strength and and Uh what, what they do what they talk how they behave is one of the biggest marketing that you could get Uh, sometimes your partners your channel partners are your uh, you know uh, means and more through which you do marketing because there is not much that you go out and do Mm -hmm. so uh, there are legacy brands we work with we've never put up a ad or or never done a communication out there for consumers it's always been a partner driven communication that Mm -hmm. we do um, there are brands which are in international segment selling so it's, it's about uh, marketing is a, a stream whereby your understanding about the company, about the brand is very important and dissecting it that you know what's going to work for them, Right? who are the people who are going to help them grow who are the people what are their goals and objective Hmm. Uh, how are we going to create a communication strategy or media plan that kind of helps them address that is is Hmm. something that you know kind of builds the whole marketing strategy right um for larger organizations there are uh, you know uh, cmos who are. Uh, you know, champions in, in creating the whole roadmap for brands, and, and then agencies are just coming in to fill in that one piece of mm. vertical of advertising in them. Mm. But uh, how well you can do that depends on how well you are integrated uh, in understanding the company's overall strategy. Mm. So, uh if anyone is intending to start an agency or marketing company or anything, I think uh, um, degree is good, uh, but getting a practical hands-on learning hmm. on to some of the aspects is uh, is going to be very important.
0: For right. Them. So, like to summarize your answer, I just uh, I am going to just summarize in one line that understand the brand's needs first, what they what they want, and uh, how you can help by different doing marketing or branding for them by different verticals, how you can help them. So brand's brands needs and brand's objective would be your first, you know, main priority that what they want. And uh, according to that, you have to cater them the services, right? Yeah. Okay. So like, uh, can you ma'am just briefly uh, tell our audience what is branding? Because a lot of, a lot many people, you know, get confused about advertising and branding and marketing. So in particularly, like what is branding? So,
1: uh, how did you come to know about us? Huh?
0: Uh, Let me ask so you. Uh, we, I, I, I came to know about you by one of the websites on, a, uh, you know, on Google, I searched about entrepreneurs from Ahmedabad or Gujarat and I saw, uh, I, I tend to, you know, uh, your name, name show up in one of the articles and I also, in one of the articles, I read your name there. But I was going through the connections of Varun Dugirala, so he, he's like, I wanted to, you know, interview different digital uh, advertising agencies, you know, entrepreneurs. So like, I found your name there, So because I found, like, I'm like Varun hai, agency so they connections honge, definitely. So I found your name there, and then I saw, okay, okay you are running a, uh, you know, advertising agency. And I, you know, I went on your, uh, zero gravity communication page. I found that, Oh, you are in Ahmedabad only we are from Baroda. So let me call. So I, then I visited your so, website.
1: So, you know, that's branding. Okay. That's like, you know, uh, having your brand present at a different place in different mode and communicating the ethics or what you stand for is, is branding. Right. Um, if I had done a, a ad of, uh, or if you had come to me uh, with some of our work that mm. we had done, uh, looking at our work, if you come, that's that's an advertising piece that you might have seen, and that you had come to come to us, mm. um, and 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 marketing is more about uh, I think there are channels through which you reach out. Mm. Uh, and and i think eventually our pr and other people talk to you and and that's a marketing team who's mm-hmm. kind of doing the talking and uh, reaching out so it, uh, you know they are all a family for a brand it's hmm. just that kawne, papa kawne, kawne, you just have to figure it out and somehow you need the whole ecosystem to kind of work for you
0: That's right. so uh,
1: brand is something that uh, you know in the typical definition they say what people talk about you and you're not in the room and all these stuff I, hmm. I would say that brand uh, brand is uh, Brand is a very strong pillar stone where uh, four or five stakeholders like your employees, mm. your clients, your partners, your vendors, your stakeholders, your investor, what they feel about you
0: mm. is
1: your brand, your brand equity. What they believe, you know, mm. the the belief system that that brand brings on the table is branding. Advertising is a pure piece of communication that you put out either on digital or any of the mediums, and um, marketing is all about extending channels and creating right. uh, you know a, uh, m- modes through which you are reaching hmm. out uh, and, and that's where the three you know has a very distinct role so someone marketing so sometimes I say that I am not a marketing agency I am an advertising and a digital agency you need to have a marketing department to come to us and kind of figure out what you want us to do if you want me to become that then I will be a CMO of your company
0: <laughs> right Uh, so ma'am like you are a mom also and you are running a company of you know 65 to 70 people right now so like how are you balancing uh, these two things become uh, as an uh, uh, entrepreneur and you know mom at home before
1: the podcast you saw that how i was managing right so uh, there is no rule book for it you hmm. go with the flow you plan out you uh, kind of Uh, only way you can do is uh, you need to have a good uh, support system back home Uh, I do have uh, that allows me to do it Uh, there's always someone taking care of my kids when I'm at work Um, uh, unless absolutely necessary I don't have to rush down home Uh, they are independent they've seen me working from since their birth so they know that our mother goes out to work and she works like they don't expect me home uh-huh. uh, even before seven eight o'clock so uh, somewhere you know we also have our own ecosystem understanding that you know uh, when I'm available for what I'm available they are independent in that ways if they need me they they have they know how to reach out uh, but I think it's it's all about uh, intent so hmm. uh, if you have an intent to work after having kids, you will find a way. Hmm. Uh, and to make the intent happen, you need a support system. So I can't right. just say that me alone intending to work is going to get me there. Um, hmm. The family, uh, the you know, home has to be very supportive and which I have and that's the only like I can travel and my kids will be taken care either by my husband or my, uh, you know, people in my home. So it's always about uh, uh, intent and ecosystem that allows you to do both the things.
0: Right. Uh, So ma'am, as a, not as an entrepreneur, but as a Khushbu Solanki Sharma, if you have one total free day where you don't have any meeting calls or any mails you have to do you just you are just free on the on that day what would you do from morning to evening
1: sleep read write sleep repeat
0: okay so you are a writer also you are like uh, you write a lot you have like published one a book also
1: no i haven't yet but i would love to
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so like how did the, that that whole writing thing and you know, because you are an avid reader so like that, uh, you know, pulled you that, you know, I want to write something on my own also or...
1: So I think as a, uh, from the childhood, I was uh, um, a big storyteller. Like, okay. Uh, you know, my parents used to say that as to anyone who would come home, I would like enact and tell them smallest of the things in a very elaborate way I hmm. have you know they'll say okay shorten it say it fast where do you want to go so I think somehow that stayed with me it comes in our work we, we are good storytellers huh. that's what branding agencies are supposed to be um, that stayed with me with reading because I love reading fiction though I'm reading now non-fiction lot of work related stuff also but uh, I think stories excite me hmm. they have lot to you know tell lot like we are limited in our interaction in our uh, learning you know we might be meeting maximum same set of 30 40 people uh, interacting with same set of people about the same topic of things Uh, where are we learning new things where are we exposing ourselves to a totally different world of possibilities and books and stories are the great way for allowing us to do that and that's what excites me. So I read a lot, um, anything and everything that I kind of like. Mm. Uh, um, history is uh, one topic that, you know, I'm very passionate about. So I have read a lot of historic fiction. Um, somehow, you know, imagining what would have happened and how it happened kind of excites me. So these are the pursued personal hobbies or something that, you know, kind of uh, I like. And writing is... Uh, it, uh, you know it seems pretty easy so when you're hmm. reading a book uh, you feel like okay uh, but somewhere if you start writing down like a page also you'll understand it requires so much of clarity of thought ah, uh, exactly. so writing started happening uh, you know uh, more like an expression uh, which could be small po- poems to a paragraph or to experience to, uh, so, so it's always like that uh, hmm. you know, still not managed to write anything that can get published as yet so but yeah writing is I find it more like an expert because you know uh, the moment you start writing it it requires you to have lot of clarity of thought Mm -hmm. lot of filtering, it's its sort of a meditating, you know, yeah. because uh, uh, you can't write if you're focused somewhere else. Yes. You're you just there. Exactly. Uh, and, and that's the beauty of the whole exercise. So I keep doing that. I keep going back and forth and uh, let's see where it takes.
0: Right. So you talked about imagination in writing, it does help, but uh, imagination and visualization also helps in, you know, running a business. Because like when you're a leader, especially, you have to some, some sometimes visualize some things like uh, so Virat Kohli believes in visualization a lot. So he said that uh, I started visualizing, you know, some if if there is an important match. Uh, uh, so he visualized that he's scoring runs against best ballers and all. So do you believe in visualizations or have you practiced in, uh, in your real life?
1: I for I daydream (laughs) I I don't know what is uh, how is the visualization or imagination has helped in the business Uh, because business is all very realistic uh, setting yeah but you leap and jump uh, to achieve uh, different goals and all that's where imagination comes in Uh, every stage of the growth of the company uh, we face a roadblock or a challenge and that Mm. could overcome or that could be if we exit with it uh, uh, Mm. we can't pass that and and we have to move past that and that's where you know finding new ideas Mm. uh, exploring new territories um, you know thinking beyond the obvious and that's where your subtle imagination or your you know out of the box thinking comes into the picture and uh, a very very similar uh, ideas we are seven and a half year old agency we are sitting in Ahmedabad where already there are almost 80 agencies out there. Uh, And uh, I'm not the first one to start an agency Uh, yet in last seven and a half years we are 65 people team. We've grown to this speed is because uh, we from the beginning we started treating the whole uh, problem that we are trying to solve in hmm. a very different way we right. we approach clients very differently uh, right. we didn't run after other people's client or we didn't run after the obvious clients that everyone was after hmm. we tried to create a client pool where you know there are problems and nobody's paying attention to hmm. um, you, then eventually uh, our work started speaking and and then eventually people started approaching so the inbound started growing so sales had a very different approach when hmm. I started uh, and it still has in zero gravity. Hmm. So um, you know, uh, it I wouldn't call a far-fetched imagination, but I would call it... Uh, Uh, Treating the conventional business in a different way itself Hmm. opens up a lot of possibilities Hmm. uh, and and that requires, you know, you have this grand vision, Hmm. but it can't be achieved without taking those small baby steps. So in both the ends, you have to have imagination, you have to have uh, uh, a fresh approach that you need to take it. Maybe it's the same problem, but you need a different eyeglass to look at it.
0: Right, right. Uh, so ma'am, you talked about sales and right now you, as you mentioned that you have a team of 65-70. So to quote here, Nawal Ravikant in one of his tweets said that, uh, learn to sell, learn to build and if you can do both, you will be unstoppable. So you have done the both thing. So like what you have learned from the sales part, what are the key learnings that you have learned from your sales journey and you do by doing sales, and by team building what are the three uh, things that you have learned from the team building also team building process
1: so uh, sales uh, so one thing anyone has asked me ever on sales is there's a sort of a relentless approach in sales right. so you need to uh, kind of uh, not be complacent not take too comfortable in your own skin. Hmm. You have to keep hustling, you have to keep moving and that's hmm. all the sales is about.
0: Right. Um, also sales, uh, you know, you face rejection a lot in that because uh, there is a like, I have done the sales job. So, uh, there, uh, our sir used to say that you have to pitch like 100 people. You pitch 100 people and three of them will definitely will say yes to them. But you have to face that 97 rejection in front of you. You have to listen to those no's so you become like I don't know दिया I ye wala ego wala thing फिर नहीं आ जाता
1: more than that uh, very rightly said you can't just say that usne, if you look at the same 97 rejections that why did they say no like hmm. you know recently uh, a very interestingly one of a client sent us termination notice saying that we will not be working with you anymore Hmm. and Hmm. we kind of went back and understand that did we do anything wrong, Uh, what happened and uh, uh, because the account was going very well, Hmm. everything was fine, there were no escalations, there were no concerns, the content Hmm. is fantastic uh and and the email speaks totally different and i called up and i said what happened you know just tell me because we're asking for renewal we're asking for raise and you guys were okay with it last month and suddenly this came up and and uh, you know i said i'm ready to come down and meet and and i just want to understand what happened Mm -hmm. so he said you know first the call started with them pushing us against the wall saying that ye concern tha concern tha. and then I addressed each one I said hmm. koi concern hai. Hmm. you should have called me up koi baat hai. and then eventually said you know what our management said we need to go with a national agency oh. so okay I said okay this I can't solve you know Haan. so he said you are big but we our management mandate is to go for bigger a- agency okay. national agency okay
0: okay
1: uh, I said I can't help you address this Hmm. and I know I can't solve that I Hmm. am a regional independent agency with a good size will give you attention that you deserve but I am not a national agency and that's Hmm. about it and he said you know that's not end of the road we might end up working together let's Hmm. see if it doesn't work out and this and that I said fantastic all the best and um, so like you know rejection teaches you that beyond a point Uh, There is the perception that we face, issues that we Hmm. face. Uh, uh, There are sometimes, many times you don't do anything wrong, still you are not there Hmm. because there are many factors that affect your business. So um, you know everything, uh, every client that comes, every client that goes, every client uh, that does not give us business, uh, every pitch that we make, uh, there's always a learning. Hmm.
0: Uh, And also rejection test your humility and makes you more humble i i believe in this
1: i don't know about that i i think rejection uh, is something that that should kind of push you harder to you know True. like i take it that way okay beta jao fir dekhte You know, let's see who gives you better. You channelize that Yeah, I channelize that very well. But not
0: negatively, but in a positive way. Yeah,
1: yeah. obviously Uh for my own positive Uh growth, I I would want like I'm working on one account that I had lost uh, two years back after working for a very good two and a half years uh, nicely. And I lost because the same problem. They Mm want to go to national agency. (laughs) And now after one and a half, two years, they have come back to us saying that, you know, we're not getting attention we're not getting service, we are hmm. nobody for them and hmm. I'm, I'm like, uh, see, this <laughs> is <It was> my <laughs> chance, I'm going to prove myself again and I'm <laughs> going to show. So, it depends how you take it. Right. We never let it get on to us, uh, we learn from it and then we're kind of growing with that, that you know, we are somehow I have to address mm-hmm. the problems that come with rejection and sometimes uh, uh, one of the things that I've learned is now I have also learned to reject. Hmm. So, for a growth, it is also very important that not just client reject you, you reject certain clients. Hmm. So there are very toxic clients, there are very non-demand, like demanding in a very wrong way kind of a clients. Hmm. Uh, we are in servicing business. We have a team of nine people who are like all the time client facing. Uh, they bring in a lot of learning of their day-to-day communication about the client to right. us and and. Um, it has to be a healthy relationship, so in India there is a generally a problem with services company is that uh, we don't respect our service partners right. Do you respect your arrow cleaner? No hmm. like do you respect your maintenance worker? No,
0: right. we don't. Right. We
1: always look down upon them. Hmm. The same is the scenarios have changed hmm. but it's the same for brand and agency, right. Who vendor, hai. Ha. Wo agency hai. Aap bolo hum jo, so it's very prevalent hai. Right. and uh, that's where we have learnt it that work with clients where there is a mutual respect hmm. we respect for whatever they have achieved in their business, hmm. uh, they have a drive to grow, they are looking for a good partner and uh, uh, we get a brand to work with where we put our heart and soul and and it's it's rewarded not just with money but Mm. but appreciating us as a partner is very important for me uh, because we work in Gujarat predominantly and here uh, many a times we have faced that you know um, uh, the guy will talk nicely with me but when Uh, Mm -hmm. My manager is talking or or servicing manager is talking to them. He uses a very wrong language, you know, like a servant they treat. And and, and we've upfront got up and said that we don't want to work with you. So there has to be mutual respect. Uh, You do not face these kind of things in Bombay, Delhi. It's very professional, different. Uh, But uh, Gujarat is a market uh, where we kind of 80-90% of our clients right now uh, we face this so they're regionally very different level of learning right. um, Service vendor respect is one thing that I have like now and again been very stringent about that mm. However great a client is whatever bigger brand is if there mm. is uh, if it is not there then huh. we will not work right. um, Rejections wise we've been also saying no to clients where we see that you know it creates a conflict with one of our existing client mm. or if if the brand is not uh, you know healthy to work with uh, you know there's too many fractions that are happening. Um, so yeah it's 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 it end of the day uh, not just me, uh, the team here spends about twelve to fourteen hours in work and uh, they should be happy about it
0: right you so should too.
1: be. Uh, going home, uh, you know, feeling fulfillment about what you've achieved. Hmm. Um, so, if that's not there, it's okay to part ways, it's okay to find better clients. It's, it's always, you can create your own universe. So True. That's about, there's a lot of so learning. Like, so, team, huh. team building, you asked about it, is very much like that. Your right. team building is more like growing, bringing a child up, you know. Um, right. How would I raise my kids?
0: Hmm. Uh,
1: what do I do for them? I, I nurture, I teach them, I handhold them, I you know, uh, pamper them when I need to. I scold them when I have to. So exactly the same way what I do with my team. Why I ask
0: you this question because uh, in one of articles I was reading about entrepreneurship and you know startup culture in India. So in one of the articles they mentioned that a uh, lot of startups in India fail because of team building process. Like they uh, usually failed in building a good team to, you know, because when you, when you want to expand, you need a team to, you know, grow with you and you want to expand your business. So that's where a lot of businesses fail. Uh, so like, like according to you, what are those like key three principles you have to, if you are an entrepreneur or if you want to become an entrepreneur, you have to keep in mind that this thing, th- this three things in team building is very necessary.
1: Team building is very, uh, so you have to understand about team building is that every different stage of your company, you will require a different level of effort in team building.
0: So
1: uh, when you're starting up, uh, you would want to attract a talent without having any base. What will we do over there at Hmm. that time versus now you are a good 10-15 people team and you are growing and you are accelerating and you are looking for professionals to join your team what will you do at that time hmm. or when you already have a team how will you do that uh, so so every stage of the company growth the team building is different right. what works for me is not going to work for you right so that that's a very first understanding is hmm. that team hmm. building is not a rule book that you follow okay you know what kind of a culture that you are trying to make in your company uh, what so, kind of ecosystem you want to build as a company and that's where your fundamental of team building comes from.
0: So like what you're saying is, as an entrepreneur, be clear in your mind what you want to, uh, what what kind of culture you want to create, what kind of environment you want. So first clear in your mind. So it will be very easier to, you know, communicate to that to your exactly. team Exactly.
1: And and your actions or your efforts yeah. for the, the team True. will be in response to that. So Great. It, it cannot be like, uh, uh, you know, we branded, we started the agency where we branded our own team. We call mm. them the idea people. Yeah. So if you go and hashtag the idea people, that's, you'll find a lot of content.
0: Right. So we
1: created a culture of what an idea people is and, mm. and what it means to be part of it and all. Right. We, we learn how we learn, how we grow, what we do. so. Um, Having said that, uh, for us, what the team building is is not necessary for somebody else. So first mm. is understand your own individual strength, weaknesses, and kind of a team that you are trying to create. Second is, uh, you know, uh, you cannot uh, uh, take a one-on-one HR rule book and implement. Right. Every company has a very different culture. Every company has a very different. Uh, uh, you know, ecosystem. So how is it in your ecosystem, uh, uh, your people are behaving, Hmm. listen to them,
0: Hmm. understand
1: them, you know, Uh, you might see certain problems that others think that you are not listening or you're not solving, uh, but you find your own way to kind of address them, Hmm. you know, Uh, letting go of certain people, whom to retain, how do you retain. I remember uh, very early in my uh, Zero Gravity days, uh, just the first year, we had we were around 8-9 people team and uh, we were about to introduce alternate Saturday off sort of it. Till then we used to work every Saturday hmm. and uh, one of the Saturdays uh, I went to work and uh, there was nobody.
0: Okay.
1: So, young team, new company tha, puri gang chali gai, Movie dekhne ke liye, morning show mein, saturday hmm. So, said, we just had an extensive week and we thought we'll treat ourselves. I said, you could have gone on sunday. Why did you guys went on saturday? It's working day. Hmm. Haan, but thik hai na, hum baje to hai morning show mein gaye the. I said, yeah, but you guys didn't inform me, you know, this is not okay. And, and then I said, this is small company. It's startup. It's, it's like it's there but you can't treat it like that you know and I was furious I was very angry and I said I get it if you wanted a break you should have informed me I would have come along we would have all had party Saturday party and this and that and 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 guys started realizing okay this was wrong somebody said sorry this that there's this one girl who got up and said uh, uh, you know what's wrong in this you know we we worked till nine in the night and there was a delayed thing and blah 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 she started arguing i said fundamentally on the working day you are out watching movie without informing your boss that's wrong if you don't get it i don't think you you need to be working here anymore
0: right
1: and uh, she still was arguing and i told her please pack your bags and leave uh, okay. so I told her please pack your bags and leave and I'm, I'm done and that's the first time I fired somebody like that for a disciplinary ground that girl later on thanked me for teaching her that lesson of professional life and 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 there was a lot of learning behind that but that day I set a rule it's it's small it's, it's startup it's it's maybe a one-man army but uh, you have to treat it professionally you know mm, right. and uh, I was friends with most of them even today, but I thought it was needed that, you know, you learn what is, what is professionalism and in the day zero of your, however small the company is, you know, but please treat it with respect. Uh So uh, for team building, I believe, uh, have fun with them, be their friends out there to, you know, let them talk, know what's happening in their family. Like I know. Uh, who is in what state in their personal life, uh, what help they would need and and, and I follow that. I, I Like I said, how I grow my kids, I, I kind of use the same approach for growing my team.
0: Right. So, ma'am, you, when we talked before this interview, you said to me that you like traveling and you enjoy traveling a lot. Like I'm sure you have, you have, you had like good experiences of traveling also. But I, I want to know, what is that one bizarre experience, uh, your travel experience, like bizarre in the sense, like one bad experience or any sort of
1: different uh, from
0: you know the usual traveling experiences.
1: So I don't know, I call it a bizarre or not. But uh, you know, uh, when I started the company, were first five six years I could mm-hmm. not leave, mm-hmm. uh, uh, last couple of years, it's pretty systematic, everything is fallen in place so I can travel and I mm-hmm. have taken a couple of vacations and all, uh, but I'm my phone is always on roaming, international roaming, wherever I am, my phone is on. Uh, and it's not bizarre, but there's very interesting thing that uh, happened, incident that happened that I was in Singapore and uh, we were about to board a ferry, for Indonesia uh, which is like 15 minutes 20 minutes half an hour mm-hmm. from uh, Singapore and my phone had roaming for Singapore as a country so it would not work the mm. moment I leave the country and um, at the jetty place I was just like uh, there's some issue and I was talking to a client and he was complaining that uh, you, I don't think you guys uh, think us as an important client that you're not and I was like you know you Uh, what do you think like you know you have a simple uh, requirement that you know the office can handle still Uh you're calling me and I'm attending and I'm talking to you in international roaming Hmm. what more attention do you want like you Hmm. know and I was explaining to him and he's like uh, I said you know five minutes I am about to board and uh, my phone will get now you know shut off and you you hope you understand that you know it's important so I'm Uh attending until I lost the network, I was talking to him assuring him and just comforting him that yeah and obviously it was attended by team. but uh, it's not bizarre, but every time I have traveled, uh, you know <laughs> there's some other thing at a back home uh, where uh, though I'm not needed, but someone either at the client side or at the team side needs a reassurance from me and I'm on call and Everybody is like, you know, you're on phone and but yeah, that's work so <laughs> it's not bazaar, but uh, um, yeah, traveling has been pretty different. Uh, uh, you know, it's uh, not like you go out and you switch off the phone and hmm. you disconnected. you're disconnected. Hmm. You're constantly, even if you're traveling, connected back to work. And you have
0: to work sort of. You you, you just have to, balance, have to be available. Huh, huh, you can't
1: huh, huh. AWOL and just say huh. that, oh, I'm not there for five days and manage your <laughs> own things. So it's not possible.
0: Right. So like, but uh, traveling ha- teaches you a lot. Also, like it, it gives you a different perspectives when you meet, uh, you know, people from different cultures, different countries, because you traveled across the countries also. So like, like, what are those two or three things, or not just two or three things? What are the things that travels, traveling teaches you? Uh,
1: it's not like teaching, teaching, but obviously when you when you go into a different environment. New Horizon teaches you, uh, gives you a lot of perspective to the way you look at things, the way you've been doing things. A uh, lot of ways we learn also that we, we're doing way better and much better compared to many countries and mm. their economy and the way they look at business. There are many things that we learn from them. And I had a great learning experience from Japan. Like, you know, it's one country that I, I absolutely fell in love with uh for the sheer development the things that they have achieved the the people over there uh, you know um. like
0: how was people over there so like the it's qualities?
1: like you know you have you have people in their 60s who are driving cars and they are working so okay, okay average population of japan is older and and uh, but you know that the country has uh, um, like they had Mm -hmm. train metro trains in 1940s man what were we doing you know and and um, look at bullet train like you know you you sit in one city and you get down at another in 30 minutes and uh, we here end up fighting do we need bullet train or not and Mm. we get down to bureaucracy and and somewhere you know somebody's achieved things that we kind of you know are just busy fighting playing politics or you know having multiple agendas behind it so there is no like you know there is no excuse on development there is no excuse on growth uh, it, it poses a lot of questions it, it brings a lot of thinking forward mm. it uh, so you know somehow uh, all my travelling has brought me back home with lot of learning lot of drive lot of force Uh, But I have always loved India and I have had chances to move abroad and I haven't. So there has never been a thought that oh, this country is fine, let me go and settle there. That has never been a thought. But I always come back with the learnings from there and try and see what I can achieve for whatever I have created in that space, uh, not huh. that I am a policy maker or a politician <laughs> who can do greater things huh. but in my own sweet spot whatever I can do I would really yeah. like to do it.
0: But you are you uh, you know, an entrepreneur, you are providing jobs to the people, you are giving employment so in a way you are helping the country and helping the yeah, economy. Yeah but it's
1: like you know it's not even a drop in the ocean so. Huh, but still yeah, you are. You yeah. Are, yeah.
0: Because a lot of people uh, you know you are giving salary so they are are also fulfilling because of your one move of starting a company there's
1: no doubt about it
0: yeah so you have to take credit for that (laughs) thank you (laughs) Uh, I wish I
1: could give that to more set of people compared to what I'm doing but thank you very much
0: so you have uh, taken a bold step and you wanted to solve your own set of problem but there are a lot of women who want to start their entrepreneurial journey but they somehow you know don't start because of in india because of cultural issues and cultural problems because stereotypes and all that all that we have but things are changing slowly gradually also but things are changing but uh, like what are those two uh, like what are those things that you can uh, you like you can point out that by doing this we can create a you know woman entrepreneurship culture in india
1: i think uh, it just needs Two level of work okay one at home second at workplace in perception hmm. so uh, the moment uh, home ecosystem starts uh, accepting working wife or a working True. daughter-in-law or working mother hmm. you know uh, lot will change
0: yeah there there is no acceptance in Indian society of like
1: many places there is many places there isn't and Hmm. uh, um, so that's a one basic fundamental second Hmm. is uh, uh, at workforce like I faced it particularly when I quit uh, it was assumed that after child I will not be working or Hmm. my dedication wouldn't be the way I it had and uh, not that it's their fault it's mm. a general perception and maybe people before me uh, quit the moment they had kids or moved on to more lesser important roles or something like that so uh, now obviously last 10 years that has changed a lot but uh, I think this two perception that you know a mother can be focused professional mm. at work and and deserves all the credit for the work that she has done Hmm. and at home providing that ecosystem is both are very important Hmm. Um, also there is very important like there are many mothers who take that conscious decision of taking a break for initial few years of childbirth and which is fair uh, but when they want to get back uh, there isn't enough leeway given to them or there isn't any enough opportunities for them so that's these are the few things we have to subtly work. like I have um And colleague uh, who was the first employee of our company who took a maternity break and mm. now she's requested extended work from home. So though we are working from office, she's been working since last six months from right. home. As long as there's a maturity in individual to mm. able to do their job and her role allows her to do that, we are happy to extend that. Mm, right. uh, so it, it's all about you have to take it case by case basis and you have to hmm. kind of uh, create that ecosystem
0: for it. Right. Uh, so like Paytm uh, did one commercial last year, last year or maybe before that, that uh, you know that one commercial that how many women are taking their financial decisions. Gender gap. Gender gap. Very Fala.
1: interesting one.
0: Huh. Yeah, yeah. So like in that they revealed that eighty-seven percent or ninety, 90 percent of women don't take their uh, you know financial decisions. So like what are those things woman needs to do or what are the things that woman needs to learn to become Stop hating
1: d- finance like you know one, it's even in that case study huh, the gap huh. starts widening out the moment they start talking about money, money and money. finance huh. and uh, it's with me also like I I myself don't uh, get into it more huh. than what I had to when but last few years i have been consciously been aware of uh, my investments my portfolio uh, you know where i'm putting money in or how is it growing even if somebody else is doing i know things i ask hmm. questions what my what is my last return when is it going to be done so so you have to take control of your life because conventionally we've seen our mothers uh, you know depending on our fathers on such things so we told or we have unconsciously huh. uh, bought up like that and, and that's where the change has to come in. You need to, asking about money, asking about your own money, huh. uh, managing your own money is not bad and uh, I think uh, savings are the best taught by women, mothers, huh. you know, her jagah pe kahina kahin kahina, kuch kahina. Ke saved huh. hota hai and women in the house know how to do that better than anybody else. and I think that reflects in our whole economy also right. that you know we are, we are saving conscious economy we are not US who uh-huh. spends first spends. and earns later uh-huh. we, we we do save and, and uh, taking control of your finances in a more mature manner in hmm. today's way like there are many tutorials what is mutual fund there are many ways you know what are ways you can invest and hmm. now there the knowledge is accessible so nobody's saying become a CA but huh. just take control of your finances
0: Right, like taking uh, you know decisions on your money will give you that leverage and give you that independence also like how it's a very individual, individual.
1: Uh, choice honestly speaking huh. uh, you know uh, some decisions uh, uh, you take some decisions uh, you take as family some decisions you take uh, with but your partner. discuss
0: money with yeah, other people, yeah. discuss money. Just
1: involve a huh. woman in the decision making, huh. uh, even if they don't know and, hmm. and somebody else is taking decision on your behalf, being informed for hmm. why they are doing is also very
0: important. Hmm, right. So like last month we did one interview with one, uh, one, you know, finance running company. So in that case, uh, that entrepreneur said that her, his workforce is lot. Uh, around uh, you know they have 90% of women workforce so we asked them question that why are why are you you know uh, doing like doing this that 90% of your work, uh, workforce is women so he said one interesting that thing that investment requires discipline and if discipline discipline to mummy you their daily routine hai, daily discipline hai, they keep on doing that and uh, Usually like men over women, there so is a lot of discipline in women. But, uh, you know, uh, this this is about finance. But what are other things like, like do they need to improve uh, their soft skills or any other things that they can learn so they can, uh, you know, uh, take opportunities from the market very quickly. I
1: think that's very individual, like, you okay. know, very individual uh, perspective, like, uh, who wants to achieve what in life, have some goal like I would rather say that uh, right. um, being a housewife is the most difficult thing like you know lockdown mm. has taught us like mm. there's requires actually what you said more discipline compared to mm. office and, mm. and all but uh, um, staying or being still as a housewife how you are taking control of your life, mm. of your time what you do what you want to achieve hmm. end of the day there has to be a satisfaction on that hmm. it, it, even if i stay at home that's what i want to do and that's hmm. who i am and uh, it has to be a conscious choice hmm. so uh, learning is out there take as right. much as you want to
0: <laughs> right uh, so ma'am uh, talking about advertising campaigns uh, and well you know social media campaigns in general uh, how do you decide and how do you how you take judgment or decisions that this is the work that we have prepared and like you feel that this marketing campaign is going to uh, get virality or this is the right this is the you know good uh, good idea that uh, can give us more returns how you decide the judgment
1: uh, so there isn't like a, a, a rule for it but there are certain uh, aspects in terms of uh, so it's a tricks of our trade you want me to tell you that so <laughs> basically uh, you know what's the problem you ask bigger question what's hmm. the problem that brand is trying to solve okay uh, who is the market that they are trying to address and uh, how and what influences uh, selling the product like if you are trying to sell a, skincare brand. So how is it different? What hmm. problem are they solving? Hmm. And what is it uh, at the consumer end uh, that excites them to try the new products or hmm. to look for a problem ka solution. So hmm. you have to match both. And okay. if your campaign, if your advertising is solving that problem, hmm. um, that's where you, you, you know, uh, roll it out. You get the feedback in the market and then you kind of evolve in the communication. Um, So basically uh, it isn't about like I said uh, creating a great piece of art, it's Hmm. about creating that great piece of advertising which has a science behind the art Uh, Hmm. and that science, knowing that science is what uh, the whole advertising is all about, you know. Right. Uh, We on the digital front uh, doing lot of content, lot of advertising, Hmm. there lot of psychological factor why would you you know, mindlessly scroll certain content what kind of content have been consumed uh, would you consume the same content that you're making for a brand mm-hmm. as a consumer you have right. to ask these basic questions and right. uh, you have to study you have to learn from what market has been doing and, and uh, campaigns are evolved from that
0: right right uh, uh, so ma'am, as an entrepreneur, if you have to do just two things to run your company, what would you choose? What are the two things that you choose? If you have to just do two things as a work? Means, I love what I'm
1: doing.
0: No, no, no. Like, you are uh, you are right now involving in human resource also, like marketing also, uh, in advertising, creating campaign also.
1: I ways do as two v- things in this company. Okay. One is... Uh, Getting new clients on board, Okay. and second is uh, creative strategies for existing clients. So okay, these are the two things I've already evolved. Enjoy. I absolutely enjoy doing it, okay. and uh, I've evolved to a level that a uh, lot of operational stuff I'm out of, hmm. or automated, uh, and I, I love doing that, and that's exactly what I'm doing.
0: Right, one entrepreneur you admire and why?
1: One entrepreneur that I admire and why? Okay, you'll have to think. Uh, Many actually, not one.
0: But to name a few.
1: At what scale you want me to?
0: No, 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 any scale.
1: I love Elon Musk for what he's achieved. Uh, Like what
0: are the qualities you uh, like?
1: Someone who's able to live the life in spite of creating great companies. (laughs) Someone who's able to raise money to sell his dreams hmm. someone is giving dreams to others so ha. there are many things that he is doing uh, that that I absolutely admire
0: apart from uh, him,
1: apart from him uh, when I look at in India for example uh, I like what Varun is doing it's, it's Var- glitch. Varun so what he's achieved in glitch starting hmm. from these are all our generation who has huh. made, maybe being in Bombay makes a lot of a difference huh. uh, gives access to different set of clients or uh, have done many things larger at a right set so yeah.
0: I am also one to fan but what are the qualities you like, him, like about him?
1: More than quality he's evolved uh, mm-hmm. starting from a company to right now he's pursuing personally a <laughs> lot of mm-hmm. things he's able to find time to do yeah, these things is exactly. just very uh, admiring huh. you know uh, in a way that uh, how do you get to do like you know how yeah. do you find time so yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah
0: i think that's the thing yeah. that I... uh, what is the best investment you have done uh, you have you know done for yourself but under 2000 rupees in recent years
1: books i buy books <laughs> i buy right. like there's a budget that every month i allocate for buying books i have
0: right what are your favorite books Okay, Adela. that's a
1: very bad question to ask an, <laughs> uh, someone who loves to read because there isn't like a one book that I like. I,
0: but uh, any recommendation you want to give to our audience? Iron Rand,
1: Atlas Shrug. Sorry? Iron Rand, Atlas Shrug. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, yeah. I, I had a hard time completing first hundred pages of that book but uh, once I did uh, Fountainhead and Atlas Shrug, two hmm. books are something that one should read really to understand a whole hmm. new level of professional life in terms of how you want to lead your professional life to what kind of professional you want to be. Hmm. Yeah, these yeah. two books are really
0: So great. you are like you watch a lot of series also and movies also. So you're like your go-to movie or a series when you feel low or
1: I don't feel low you okay. have kids after that you don't feel low you know you don't have time to feel low after having kids so i don't know last when i felt low you just <laughs> look at your children and you're like oh my god <laughs> so that it never happens uh, huh. but, but your favorite uh, go
0: to movie or
1: it's not like go to movie i hmm. i kind of uh,
0: hmm.
1: i watch lot of crap stuff you know online it's mindless okay. <laughs> online binge watching that happens, I, I like in 2020, I didn't watch anything online. Okay. I was all about reading books. I finished around 50 plus books a year and, and um, I just didn't want to watch content online. This mm-hmm. year, I watched so much content online, I've read very less. So, mm. um, but it's content, I keep consuming. So it's mm. not like I go back to this or that or something. I. I watched, if I start watching suits, then I watch suits. If I want a commitment, then I might have seen Grey's Anatomy from the first season till now. Okay. I, the 15 seasons I have commitment to that series. <laughs> so um, I have watched, apparently, this year a lot of Indian content, uh, okay. which is apparently very interesting stuff have come up in a like I watched last movie I watched was 200 on Z5 which Mm. was very interesting topic something happened in India they made a movie about it so these days I watch content which is uh, which is where the topic interests me and I just pick up and regional a lot Hmm. Mm, my Netflix subscription is just ideal (laughs) this year like I am here to watch last season of crown uh, uh, but uh, yeah so it's, it's not like a, like a ha, comfort watching to, ha, comfort ha, ha, ha. watching it just anything and everything ha, and sometimes
0: based on your mood you watch okay mm-hmm. fine well, last question of this podcast uh, what is the one advice you want to give to a budding hmm. entrepreneur and what is the one advice they should ignore
1: don't listen to my advice that's <laughs> this is the advice whatever i give you ignore <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> what should you do You should do what your, what works for you, what your heart says, what your situation demands. Um, The one thing I never listen from any entrepreneur is exactly what I'm saying right now. Because what works for me will never work for you. Uh, How I did, you will never be able to replicate that. You just have to take the traits, you have to take the, um, you know, basics, you have to take the strength. You have to learn from the weaknesses, you have to learn from the mistakes, but uh, find your own journey and do find it, like don't sit, just go and find, that's very important.
0: Right. So like become self-aware, know what you want, what you want to do and figure out your own way and Figure out your own path. I like think
1: that today's generation is way more evolved in a way. Huh, huh. I um, ja- I was talking to somebody and I, I realized that uh, maybe when I took my graduation admission, I wasn't very aware of what engineering is all about and... Uh, why one should do engineering. Compared yeah. to today, I have 10th and 12th passouts who come for internship, asking for three months of internships. And when I ask them why and they're like, you know, we want to see how is to know that whether right. we want to go in this discipline mm-hmm. or not. And that's a very uh, good self-awareness. Uh-huh. So um, uh, today's generation is definitely way more self-aware than us. Um, It is just that only thing that I feel uh, they ask too much without putting in the hard work that it needs at times Mm -hmm. Uh, and that's where I think, you know, um, work hard for it. There is no substitute Substitute. for that. that. Yeah,
0: so thank you so much.